Are you living with purpose, passion, and making a difference in your life's journey? Well, you've come to the right place. The X Factors to Success Podcast Radio Show. Great day to you all, and welcome to the X Factors to Success Podcast Radio Show. I am your host, Ruggiero Fratar Kanjali, also known as the G-Man. Easier said than done, right? <laughs> well, uh, on the X Factors to Success, we have another special guest that will bring us some value of her success, her journey, and uh, her new book also as well. But before we introduce you to the guest today, I'd like to start off with a wonderful quote by Napoleon Hill, and it goes like this. Cherish your dreams as they are the children of your soul, the blueprints of your ultimate achievements. So, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? What are your dreams? What are your passions? What is your purpose? Are you achieving your purpose? Well, as a reminder, the X factors to success have five key pillars, faith, family and friends, fitness, finance and fun. And today's guest, I believe she'll be talking about a few of those Possibly all of them, of course, but uh, she's exciting. Let me introduce you. Her name is Lynette Potel. Pottle. Pottle, that's right. I knew that. Lynette Pottle <laughs> is a certified Canfield Success Principal Trainer, Coach, and Retreat Leader. She is a graduate of Washington County Leadership Institute and volunteers her time as a mentor advisor for Olympia Snow Women's Leadership Institute. Lynette is the founder of Positivity Lady Lady Enterprises, as well as Washington County Women in Business, Rising Tide Network. She is a co-author of the Amazon international bestseller, Success University for Women in Leadership, a recipient of the Dale Carnegie Highest Award for Achievement and the Eleanor Roosevelt Leadership Award. Lynette has also received several community service awards. She's recognized as a strategic problem solver, passionate success innovator, and a time creation ninja. Her authenticity, commitment to building meaningful relationships, and down-to-earth style are what endear her to global audiences. Lynette walks her talk and lives her version of the good life in a small town of Maine, United States of America. These days, she talks about herself as a success strategist, trainer, and coach on a mission. That's right, she is on a mission to help you stress and achieve more. So without further ado, let me well, please welcome Lynette. Lynette, welcome to our show. Hey, Jay, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here with you today. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for coming down and taking time and scheduling your busy schedule uh, with us on the show. So. So what's going on? I, I know I uh, gave you a quick little bio here. Um, what's <laughs> new and exciting there up in Maine? New and exciting here in Maine is spring has arrived. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No snow up there, right? Yeah, that is right. So that is exciting. And and professionally, just uh, continuing to meet really extraordinary people, uh, that is awesome, right? That's one of the things that I love most about my work, and I'm I've got some projects going on that have me excited that we'll probably talk about more as we get into the interview. But I'm just excited to be here with you today. Well, thank you so much. That you and I met uh, at the Breakthrough to Success back in April of 20, 2017, back in right. Philadelphia. And it's amazing how we're seeing each other uh, uh, journey, pursuing our, our dreams and passions and, and making a difference in the world. And you are making a difference. So I'm going to ask you, thank you. you've been successful. You, you, you're showing a lot of success and passion. So how would you define success? And now that you're you're at this crossroads, you, a lot of projects that you're working on. So 
what would you say success means to you? Well, here is the thing about success, right? It's such a loaded word. And I, I, it means something different at different points in our lives. That's certainly what it's meant to me. And it depends, it can vary in a year. So success for me in general is just a feeling of being full and fulfilled and whatever it is that I might be working towards. It's not about a financial target. It's not about um, a particular goal. Right. It's just a feeling for me. It's about I'm walking in purpose. Oh, walking in purpose. Walking in purpose. That's what it feels like to me. Okay. Well, you definitely exude that uh, that passion of walking perfect because I, I've been uh, doing some research on you and basically seeing a lot of <laughs> <laughs> not research on you, okay, but uh, some social media uh, posts that you've put, put up there, and it's totally amazing how you uh, are sharing your experiences and really uh, taking life and really enjoying life and, and sharing your experiences to, to the world, you know. So what, what motivates Lynette? It, it really is about making an impact, making a positive impact. And in a lot of ways, it's just, it's little things. It's like, um, like you mentioned in social media, it might be, um, gosh, I need to pull over to the side of the road. I have this, (laughs) I feel like I need to, I feel like I need to share this story. Somebody needs to, to share this story. So all these little things motivate me and being able to connection is very important to me. So I'd say that is a, a motivator connection and, um, and just building I, I love off it. of that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Connection. Uh, I had a past, um, guest on my show talked about connection and contribution and mm. yeah. And interesting enough uh, as serving the world, serving your purpose. I think that, right. that's where all have, we have a common theme on all the speakers I've had on the, on the show and how are you able to reach out to the person in front of you, next to you, behind you and, and, and share your experiences. It's so, that's a motivating factor to keep us moving and, and, and learning. You know, I, I always say, if you stop learning, you stop growing. And uh, yeah. that's uh, that's awesome. So you exude passion over on life. So how did you, uh, what would you say that's fulfilling you right now in your career and this new shift of you? I know that, that you were working in the HR world for many, many years, Lynette. And- yeah, 18 years. <laughs> 18 years I was in human resources. And so it's been about a year and a half okay. that I left that world to pursue this work full time. And, and it's, you know, honestly, it's been a roller coaster ride, but something that I've never regretted for a moment. It's, it's a different world when you're an entrepreneur and you are doing, you know, everything is what you're driving basically. So it's a different kind of experience. Yeah. And it's like the, uh, in the professional world, not, not that it's bad, good or indifferent, but the, 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 that environment sometimes becomes stagnant and you're not growing anymore. And I guess that what you did is right. you, you experienced a whole new, uh, a whole new breakthrough. Yeah. And you know, I, um, I had a side hustle. Like I did this work while I was still working. So there, I was very fulfilled in my work in human resources for a lot of years. And I'm grateful for that experience. And it was time for it to end. <laughs> I, right? Like many of us, and people say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in my job. I'm, uh, I can't get through this here, and, and I, I, I give up. And, and many people give up. But you, you have not given up. Um, so what did you learn from, your, from those mistakes or challenges that you had 
to make that breakthrough to go full time as an entrepreneur now? Well, and so some of that is a reframing of what our mistakes, because one of the things that I learned through this process is it's how we think about what happens that really creates the outcome. And you have to take action to create any momentum. If you're not taking action, you don't get anywhere. And there, it's inevitable that you're going to make missteps and mistakes because you're learning something new, you're trying something new. And so being okay with failing, with making a mistake, of not being perfect, right. uh, being okay with that, that it doesn't have to be big, grand steps that you're taking, that it can be just the decision to start and to keep taking one step after the other, regardless of the outcome. Use it as feedback and keep on going. So I uh, I like that. And based on what you're saying right now, I found something on your website that says... Uh, oh, no. <laughs> no. It's a mantra <laughs> here. Done is better than perfect. So I guess you have some more meaning behind there. Can you share with us, <laughs> with the audience, what does that mean for, for you? And uh, Go ahead. Well... If you think about it, and, and so let me first share my personal story. So perfection, I got caught up in perfection as a way to deflect in a way because I didn't want to be judged. I didn't want other people to think less than me. Uh, all of my adult life, I worked really, really, really hard. I was an overachiever because I didn't want people to judge me based on my past. I was a teenage mother. Oh. I had been on welfare. I don't have a college degree. All of these things that I had hangups about that I was feeling less than. So I went overboard, right? I went to the extremes. And so I got caught up in this perfection. I didn't want anything to go out into the world unless it was perfect. And it was, it's crippling when you live in that state. Mm. You're not serving yourself, but you're sure as heck not serving anyone else. So if you think about how many people, whether it's a manuscript, whether it's um, talking, making an introduction and meeting someone, that we sit in judgment of ourselves, and it has to be perfect before we take any action. And it's really a sad, sad place. So I'm so grateful that my journey has taken me to adopt this new mantra. Done is better than perfect. When it's done, I put it out there. You know, have I published blog posts or if you went, even if you look at my website, right. you may find a typo on there. It's possible, completely okay. possible. But you know what? If I was holding that back until I was sure that it was perfect, there might not be anything out there. Exactly. So you can take that, get feedback and constantly adjust and improve and be serving instead of being caught up inside of your own head and being afraid of judgment and holding yourself back. So done is better than perfect. I love it. I love it. I want to steal that from you. Is that okay? <laughs> it's not It's not mine. I heard it somewhere else, but it just stuck. It felt right. Oh, I'm going gonna to use the forward as well. Because a lot of times <laughs> in society, we have this fear in us that it's not perfect, like you said. And then we restrict ourselves to start something. And I know that even this podcast, for example, I contemplated for many, many, many months the right equipment, right the right style, the right format. And then when I went to Jack Canfield's five day to break through success, I said, you know what? I learned so much with those lessons and the principles, the success principles, I'm sure we'll, we'll touch base on a few of them. And I, you know what? 
I put it out there, and voila. And back in January 2018, I kicked off my first podcast. Was it perfect? No. But again, I, too, myself, had that same experience where I've had mistakes in there. I had to do some editing or whatever music and in the intro and the outro. But here I am right now. This is the 19th podcast that you're on, and I'm just getting better and better and better. And uh, I am grateful for that as well. So, folks, this is a lesson to learn. The mantra that Lynette is sharing is done is better than perfect. So get your butt moving and get it going. <laughs> and I, and just to make a clarification point, because sometimes where people get caught up in this too is that it's extremes. It's like it, it doesn't have to be perfect. And it also doesn't mean being lazy and sloppy. It's about bringing your best to the table. Right. But your best is good enough and you will learn and that will continue to evolve. I love it. Great uh, clarification there, <laughs> Lynette. People say, they could say right now, you know, Lynette, you're lucky right now. You're lucky that you co-author the book. You're lucky that you are involved with many activities in the uh, <laughs> in your community. Do you think that people are just lucky in the success? <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but uh, you do hear that. And every single one of us, we create our own luck. That's right. Like, what is it that Les Brown says? Luck is when uh, opportunity meets preparation. Oh, I love that one. I love it. Yes. And it's so true. There is no such thing as luck. It's about having awareness, being willing to put in the work, being willing not to be the best the first time, you know, being willing to be a beginner. And you put yourself out there and you have conversations and you put yourself in situations where you're surrounded with people that are doing the things that you want to do. You serve, you give before you ever ask. All of these things contribute to this so-called luck. Luck, you know, I uh, there's a quote by uh, the late great Jim Rohn: "You become the average of the five yes. people you spend the most time with," and that and it's so freaking, true. I mean, you uh, if you if you want with, with if you surround yourself with toxic individuals, and you'll get toxic feedback back. And again, I, I'm sure you shifted your your association with different people over the years, and especially now with your work that you're doing and you see negativity that's surrounding you, what do you do? Do you just kind of avoid it? Uh, do you take a different step and you, you try to maybe make things happen? But what do you do with that? If you are with with someone that has a negative profile. Yeah, I really limit that in my life. And this actually started back in 2010. I would say when this became a real focus for me, so it's been a practice now for eight years, it becomes easier with time, <laughs> but it, it was making that decision because I was in a really dark professional place and I'm a pretty optimistic person by nature, but I was feeling myself did cloaked with this, a veil of negativity and making a decision that I, I didn't like the person I was becoming. Right. And that's, that is a bad feeling. Mm. <laughs> and so I started making shifts. And at that time, I actually started an organization. I've since retired it. But for six years, I had this project. It was called Positivity Nation. Ooh. And so part of what I did was I created what I needed. and But the focus was on helping other people. So it was positive quotes and uplifting stories and uh, evolved into action-oriented initiatives. So kindness, random acts of kindness. I had 
hosted uh, Kindness Explosion was a community event that we did and all of these kinds of things. It changes your energy level and practicing gratitude. Oh, yes. Negativity and gratitude, you can't, they just don't coexist. Right, either, either so when one you, or the other. Yeah, so choosing what you focus on. And, you know, the conversation recently that I've been hearing, which is not a new conversation, but it's kind of resurfaced and it's around social media and, oh, social media is so negative and I can't spend any time on there. And I have to step back and it's like, I think uh, I think I really am kind of living in a bubble because that's not my experience. But you know why it's not my experience? Right. Because I choose to follow people that are high vibe um positive people that are putting good out into the world and believe in together we rise let's help each other it's not about competition that's what i let in my news feed amen uh, you know I, I like that yeah. <laughs> right sister love it love it love it we have the power to control what comes into our news feed and i hear some people say oh well but what if it's my family and what you know what there are people in my family that i've unfollowed oh. that i choose to I will go and check the newsfeed and interact when I'm in the right state of mind to do that. I, if someone has a propensity to be spewing stuff that I don't want to adopt into my, you know, have in my space, I don't want that just to pop up randomly in my newsfeed. So we have the control over that. It's, it goes back to choice. We have so much choice is what we're doing with it. You know, the, uh, goes, goes into the E plus R goes O, right? Formula. Uh, you know, oh my gosh! Every day of the week, <laughs> every day of the for week. For those of us event. out there listening for the first time in the show, what is E plus R equals O? What the heck is that all about? Lynette, I know both of us are our uh, certified trainers with the Canfield Group there. So go ahead, uh, share the uh, knowledge. Well, let me just say because this is my favorite thing, right? E plus R equals O because I can tell you, go ahead. algebra. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Algebra has kind of been my nemesis all of my life. I'm not a big fan of algebra. And so when I see a formula, my first go-to is like to uh, pull back from it. But E plus R equals O has, this formula has changed my life. And what it stands for is events plus response equals outcome. <laughs> and Those of you out there, you can't see the video, but I'm showing the, the formula. <laughs> yes, on an awesome t-shirt. And adopting this right so if we don't like the outcome we might not have always control over the events although 99 percent of the time we have much more control than we believe agreed but we may not have control of the event but we can always choose how we're responding to that so if we don't like the outcome it's time to try on a different response so yes i i love that yeah. and those of you who get check check us out check lynette out there because she's uh definitely making some changes there and her response is having successful outcomes and activities and uh, events and books and, and, and so on and so forth. So speaking about that, Lynette, you're, I'm sure Jack Canfield is one of your role models, but uh, who would you say are your, let's say three role models that, uh, that made a difference in your, in your life right now? And how are they, how are they uh, resonating with you as far as some learning experiences? Yeah. So Jack is definitely at the top of the list for me. And that was, can I tell a quick story about how I came to know Jack? Please, I want to hear it work? too. <laughs> <laughs> because it's really powerful and it, and it goes into why, how nothing happens by accident. Uh, but I mentioned earlier that I was a teenage mother. Yes. And so at 17, I had given up all of my dreams. 
I had, you know, my, I had, I was a big dreamer. I didn't come from a lot monetarily, but I had big dreams. And so in that moment I gave everything up and I just worked really hard for a long time, (laughs) wherever I was, I just kind of went with the flow and did the best that I could do. I told you I was an overachiever. But if you fast forward about 20 years from the day I found out that I was pregnant, I got a call from my son who happened to be at his dream college, which was a big deal. He was first generation college. He was at his dream college and he called me up and he said, mom, you need to read this book. He had just joined a leadership group and they were reading the success principles. And so when he told me that, I was like, okay, you know, I'll read this book. And so my son, I contribute this process. It's funny how things come full circle. I don't know if I would have found the book and if I would have found Jack's work had it not been for my son and the journey getting there. So things don't happen by accident. But all of that brought me to... So 2007, it's been a long time, right? 11 yeah, years, 11 I've years. been following Jack's work and not just from a, I'm not like a fan girl. It's not <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> it's just that his work is so powerful and I can always go back to the success principles. If things aren't going quite right for me, if something feels off, I know that if I go back to the book, I'm going to find what I need to get recentered and to get back on track. So I've worked with Jack in person and, and online and using his book. So he definitely is, is the number one. I, I consider Jack and have for all these years, consider him a mentor, um, a really powerful influence in my life. I love, it. I love for the sure. story. Thank you for sharing the story for the audience there. Again, for those yeah. of us, uh, who, those of you who do not know Jack Hanfield, he's also the co-creator of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series out there and sold over 500 million copies worldwide in over 40 plus languages. And the success principles that uh, Lynette is talking about, and again, uh, how to get from where you are to where you want to be. I always have extra copies in my studio. I carry a, yeah. I carry, I buy a few of them. And if I meet someone that uh, that can use help, and I do, I'll get the book out and say, "This is for you." I, I like to give you this gift here. If you get a moment here, read the first few chapters, especially the first principle. Taking a hundred first one. Taking a hundred percent responsibility for your life and results, which derive from the formula that you just. Uh, beautifully explained e plus r equals all so wonderful story to share uh what i said i didn't know about, about the story about how you were introduced to the success principles by your son huh that's awesome yeah and you know what's interesting you talk about having copies to give i i am really generous with loaning books i it's like share the wealth share the knowledge yeah. but that is one book my copy of the success principles does not leave my bookshelf <laughs> i have gifted I had gifted copies of the book, but that's one that I never loan out. It's full of notes and highlighting, and it's just like my textbook for life. You have to... You have to wear it out for some reason. I mean, it just feels... (laughs) You're a student, a constant student of of these principles, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, so when you talk about three, there's no one as significant as Jack, I would say, but uh, professionally... Other names that people would know, Brendan Burchard is someone's work who I've been following him for a long time and watched his evolution. Um, But I really loved his early days, right? His enthusiasm and how he shows up so fully in the world. 
uh, and yeah. just a wealth of knowledge. So he's been really impactful to me. And and Oprah, you oh. know, I know that sounds kind of cliche, no. but I've learned a lot from from her and kind of standing in your power and how you show up and serve. So I would say that. And I want to mention just one other person. Nobody probably listening is going to know this woman, but she's someone locally that's a mentor of mine. And she runs the Leadership Institute. Uh, you mentioned that I'm a graduate of Washington County Leadership Institute, and yeah. she's the facilitator of that. And one of our last classes, she asked the question of us, and this wasn't a rhetorical question. It was like, yes, I need to answer this question. And the question was, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? And I'd heard the question before. I have a mug on my bookshelf that has that, but I'd never applied that to my own life. Interesting. And and because of what she created in that classroom over the course of, of 12 weeks and then was asked that question, that was where I first gave voice to my idea for Positivity Nation. And I'd never shared the idea. I had been carrying it around, but I was afraid to share it because I thought people would laugh at it, think it was silly. It's not something people in my little small town, you know, that's not <laughs> stuff we do here. Um, and so from her asking that question, me having the courage to answer that has also been one of those pivotal moments that's changed the trajectory. And it's, it's the reason I'm even sitting here talking to you today. You want to give her a plug? Uh, her name? What's her name? Yes. Her name is Linda Godfrey. Linda Godfrey. Linda, how are you, Linda? Yeah. Hope you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> uh, when you're sitting back in the wonderful uh, state of Maine and your backyard, uh, you watch the birds and the beautiful sky and the warm weather, you listen to this podcast, Linda. Well, uh, Maybe we'll have Linda on our show sometime. Maybe I'll. She certainly has a lot of wisdom to share. Well, maybe I'm going to ask you to ask. I'm going to ask, ask, <laughs> ask, right? <laughs> there you go. So that's awesome. And I just I want to go back to Brendan Burchard. I've been, I too, also been listening to his podcast and his book. His latest book is High Performance Habits. It's just a really, yes. really good book. It's a lot of his studies and a lot of his work that uh, compiled over three years. And uh, I have to agree that his earlier years were interesting as well he uh he had some situations life-threatening situations with Bre uh, brendan burchard and, right. and he's ready to turn around he's from the out, out west coast somewhere in a small town and he's made some big differences and he's got one he's one of the most uh but he's one of the most uh highest paid speakers mentors coaches in the world today uh besides, yeah he is besides the tony robbins and so on you know yeah so it's been fun to be kind of i almost feel like i've been on that journey with him my outcomes are not the same as his that's not my current goals uh -huh. but to to see how he's applied what he teaches you know he is and that's always important to me is it and it's important for me to demonstrate as well am I walking my talk am I doing the things that I'm uh, coaching and training and he's someone that I feel I've, I've seen it in action uh, so well, I really respect that speaking about that do you have a breakthrough goal that you're working on you could share with us <laughs> oh my gosh, I do, and I'm just, so excited. Just, I know you have many, but what, what's one of them I'm going to share for the audience? Because you know what? These these ideas, uh, Lynette, uh, if a listener out there for the first time and they're listening to your story, it's going to maybe spark something in them. So uh, share with us. Give us, uh, give us some insight of your next goal there. Yeah, so my big breakthrough goal right now is to to share – my experience, knowledge, wisdom, and in a, a bite-sized portion and a 10-minute portion on a 10x stage. 
So three years ago on my vision board, I added TEDx to my, to my vision board and I, I was really scared of it. <laughs> it was on there, but it was scary, really scary to me to the point that I was getting in my own way. But this year, at the beginning of the year, I made the decision. It's back to that decision point, decide, right? Decide, yeah. That this was the year that it would happen. And so that's not going to happen by accident. It's about me taking different action than I had previously. Mm-hmm. So I actually started working with a mentor. And mentors are not always, that's not always free advice. It isn't like picking somebody's brain and someone that's always going to be there with you. Like I said, with Jack, uh, I, it's not like I talk to him weekly by any means, right. um, but I consider him a mentor. But this particular mentor, I paid to be in a program. She's mentoring eight people and she is currently in the residency program on location in New York City for TED. She's one of like 14 people in the whole world right now doing this. And so Interesting. I I invested in being in the presence, right, right, of someone of that caliber that I could learn from, that I could get more than it's there was a point in my life and career where what I felt comfortable in getting for training, I am I invested a lot of time in free training. Right. That's where I kind of stayed stuck for a long Mm. time. And and there is some really great training out there and there's a lot of junk stuff out there. And time is so precious that I finally came to this point of, you know what, it's about the quality. It's not quantity. I can get stuck in learning mode forever. And and practice is no good if you're practicing incorrectly. So if you're getting junk information in, (laughs) what are you producing? So I started investing in more quality training and and then this year for my breakthrough goal with TEDx investing in this mentorship program and it has been amazing amazing uh I have pitched my idea I've gotten some really positive feedback on it I don't have anything confirmed yet but I'm holding the intention yes and can visualize myself and can feel the energy of being on stage I know the stage um and I'm not going to share that out loud at the moment but I I know like in in my bones. In it, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. That's my breakthrough goal. It's been there for a while, but I've gotten serious about it. I could see that. Linda. I could see the <laughs> the red carpet, and I have to also share with you some of my experience. Not this year, but the previous year, I attended a TEDx uh, talk at the Adelphi University here on Long Island, nice. and I sat in the first first row. I listened awesome. to twelve speakers. And I took a picture on stage, and I have that on my wallpaper. I've got it. Love in, it. Okay. And I also had it on my social media at one time also as well. I applied with my content and outline for this past March. I went mm-hmm. to the first phase of evaluation, and unfortunately, I didn't make it through. But it was a fearful experience to go and write the outline, write the bullet points, and write the what the intent is. Will you make a difference? And uh, just submitting it at that moment before the deadline of last year, I pressed go. It was like a whole rush of energy inside, like, okay, I'm doing it. And I would never, yeah. ever have ever experienced it. Now, again, I didn't get any kind of coaching yet, but now that you mentioned this also, I'm going to look into it. After maybe offline, <laughs> we, could, we could talk where this uh, uh, mentor is in New York City. So 
Um, for those of you who want to go on TEDx, there you go. Uh, Lynette is doing it. You know, but it's a whole journey, Lynette. It, it got you to, to this point here because of the reason why you have a purpose. Right, right, and and having a message. When I think about three years ago, well, heck, like total transparency. So I've been in this program maybe eight weeks. And when we first, I started with a completely different talk than where I landed. Wow. So it's interesting, the evolution. And now in working with my mentor and crafting my talk, so I actually, you know, I have my script, I have my talk finalized, and it, it is me. It, it's mm. like, yes, this is the message that I'm meant to share and that only I can share. Super. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I, I could hear it in your tone of voice that uh, you're there, girl. You are awesomely there. You have you have mentioned affirmations. You have mentioned uh, goals. Are there any habits and behaviors that you do in the morning, afternoon, or evening that you want to share with us that give you also more focus in your day? Yeah, I would love to be able to say that I have great habits and routines, but I don't. I have practices that I do, um, but it's not a ritual. It isn't to that point. So I talk about tools that I use with having a vision board and doing vis visualization exercises so that I can internalize what is the feeling of when I accomplish this. I'll use an example yes. on that. I also on my vision board, I had had something related to being an author on my vision board for a few years. And the thing about it was, is there was really no emotion. There was no feeling with that. It was just like a goal to check off. And when I shifted that on my vision board, I changed it. And it's like proud to celebrate a number one best-selling international author. And so that went on my vision board on January, the first week of January, last year and in November was the release of Success University for Women in Leadership and we indeed reached number one best selling status internationally. Congratulations. Right. Awesome. So it was the shift and and part of internalizing those feelings also opened me up to different possibilities. I had a specific idea of how that would happen. And I was like, had blinders on and it was me being a solo author and I needed to do, like I had a specific vision. But when I let that go and got caught more up in like, how is this gonna feel to be able to say, yes, I'm this best-selling author. It opened me to the opportunity of being in this collaborative project. So there are 20 women authors in this book. And had I not been open to collaborate, it's like, wow, there's more than one way to make this happen. Mm. Being open to possibility. There you go. Again, being mindful and being aware of that mindset. Sometimes we just walk like a zombie out there, and we, we don't see things in front of us until we are prepared. You know, going back to Les Brown, a quote. Yeah. It's better to be prepared for an opportunity. Exactly. Than Always have one. be prepared. Yeah. And have your eyes open because, you know, what's interesting? I talk about sometimes with the law of detraction. There's there can be a negative. Yeah. stigma that kind of comes with law of attraction but right there's there's the woo woo side of it but here's the science-based kind of practical side to that it's when you become so focused on what it is that you want and open to the possibility 
then you start to see things that you never saw. It's just like when you buy a new vehicle. I remember one time I bought a new Jeep and it was like this beautiful burgundy color and I'd never seen another Jeep in that color. And, and after I bought it, how many of those do you think I saw <laughs> on the road? Like every other vehicle it felt like. So, um, yeah. So just being open to possibility and using, you mentioned affirmations. Yeah. That's another thing of a way of internalizing those feelings, claiming it, being there already. What is it, you know, if you're living in abundance, what are the words that you can use to create that feeling? And I'll just throw out, because it's my favorite new tool. It's an, an not brand new tool, but it's new that I've begun using with frequency. And it's an app called Think Up. Think, Think up. up. Think up. Okay. Yes. And you can record affirmations in your own voice, which is super powerful because it's not just like saying them out loud or reading them. If you're putting your earbuds in and it goes over the top of you, lay a track of music, your affirmations go over the top. And it is incredible. Incredible. So that's a great practice. Um, doing it morning and night is really powerful. So hmm. those are just a couple thank of you. things. No, thank you. I, uh, I still have the old fashioned index cards. Uh, yep. I mean, it, yeah. It, well, hey, whatever I works, right? I have them uh, in my in my journal, and then I have them also on my on my phone as well. So wherever I am, if I'm somewhere on, and I'll just pop up my phone, and and I'll just in the middle of the day, I, I just go ahead and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> go over the goals there. So you um you have some great stuff there to uh, share with us, and, and definitely uh, uh the the fact that one wants to. Ask, believe, and receive. Again, the natural law of the law of attraction. You're very proud of the things that you're doing right now. What's one thing that you're most proud of lately? I think I have to say it isn't, it really isn't any of these kind of big goal kind of things. It's just showing up and being present and investing in connection. And I know I used that word earlier, but right. it's taking time to listen and to connect with people in a deep way so that you can support each other. And that isn't always about, and many times actually, it's not about uh, gaining a sale or a new client. It's about how we're, how we're going to leave the world in a better place and taking time to care about other people, you know? And so I am, I am proud of that, that, you know, that if I get an idea that's like, oh my gosh, somebody needs to hear this, that I'm willing to pull over <laughs> into a parking lot and make a live video like you saw earlier this week. Yeah. Um, those things, when I get feedback and someone says, yes, that's what I needed to hear, I'm I'm proud of that, that I listen to my intu intuition and follow through. Yes, and the, the, the video that you shared on social media there definitely had a, it pushed a button on my end too as well. So I want to thank you for yeah. Again, is to, to receive the information, ask uh, and, and receive. Again, part of that that whole, but we have to be mindful. And uh, uh, awesome story, and continue on sharing your experiences. So, in the uh, in the realm of books, 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 let's talk about your book because you have mentioned just just uh, momentarily ago. Sure. You have a book here, <laughs> Success University for Women in Leadership. Uh, tell us more yeah. about it. Again, congratulations on the international bestseller. Because uh, I'm sure the audience would like to know uh, what it's all about, and maybe they can go out and purchase this book uh, on Amazon or wherever it's available. Yep, um, it is available on Amazon. You can get it also directly right on my website at lynettepottle.com. But what I love about this project, it's 20 women coming together and sharing different stories. These are not 
it's not simply a checklist of what you need to do to be a strong leader. These are stories of real experiences that we've gone through in our lives and what we've learned about that and how we've developed as leaders. And at the end of every chapter, there are success strategies that are more of those bullet points, kind of pulling out the key points. But it's um, I'm really proud of the work in it. It's an amazing group of authors, strong women leaders, and there's something for everybody really there's a story from being a girl scout leader to being an executive to um my story really is kind of through my past what i learned and how my belief about what a leader is changed and how we all can be a leader it's about how we show up in the world um there is um a retired air force general Wow. That shares some really powerful stories. So it's like a, a great mix. There's something for everyone. And the book is Success University for Women in Leadership, but there are a lot of great lessons in there for any any reader. Super. That's for sure. You mentioned my Girl Scout. My wife uh, is very involved in the community, such as myself, uh, in the uh, mm-hmm. Boy Scout community. My wife is a Girl Scout leader as well. She started a whole little troop for nice. many, many years with my daughter. And uh, I'm yeah. going to pick up this book. And uh, awesome. keep it in our library and share this book with uh, with with our, with our community as well. And yeah, that's great. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So thank you for that. And actually, on my website, if um, if folks go to the book page, there there's a little audio clip I read in my own voice the opening scene, which is a, a little a little bit dramatic, <laughs> but it's you know it's a true story. Okay, it's true. Um, so if they want to hear a little bit of that in my own voice, it's not available on audiobook, but that little clip is kind of, uh, it was fun to be able to do that. Well, maybe you'll have it an audio version sometime. And <laughs> you never know. It. Ah, it's another goal in your... <laughs> so speaking about other books, what, um, maybe three books would you recommend to the audience that uh, really made an impact in your... Uh, yeah, so your another one that has been really impactful for me is clear. And my last one that I would say is The Charge by Brendan Bouchard. Oh, yes. That's one of his earlier books, right? Yep. Yeah. So those would be some good ones. The Big Leap is awesome in that when you're – that's perfect book for the person that has already kind of adapted this success mindset and has started taking action, but they get into this point of self-sabotage. <laughs> okay. Um, and I think people are going to recognize that, um, that might feel familiar to some folks. And so Gay Hendricks talks about this upper limit problem. Like we think that we, we have this belief that we can go so far and then we're challenged. We do things to self-sabotage ourselves from moving at even higher levels. So it's a really powerful book. It's a simple read. Um, I have it both on audio version. It's available on Audible. So it's audio version or print, and I have both because I learn in different ways from each one. But okay. yeah, that's right, great. Right. So I know we've got a few more minutes to go for this for the show here. I know you have uh, uh, other uh, things going on, but I'd like to ask you this question, and this is something that uh, I've been asked many many years ago, and mm-hmm. I've heard it been being asked in other um, shows. And, but if you were conducting this interview. What one question would you ask yourself <laughs> and why? Oh, my goodness. I know it's a loaded question, but. Um, that is, what would I ask myself? And that, what's interesting about that is I do interview 
other people I and I love that but I'm rarely on this side of the table <laughs> so what would I ask myself yeah I think I think what I would find interesting like if I didn't know me um, what I might be interested in knowing is how how did somebody from a small town Maine, you know, I live in a community with 525 people. 525 people? Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. 525 people live in And you know town. each and every one of them. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Um, but, you know, how does someone from a small town, I think there's a lot of people that have circumstances that are less than ideal. And sometimes it's hard to see how can I create success, whatever my version of it is, how do I create success in my life? And so I think that might be more my question around, you know, how did you make that happen? You had been on welfare, you, you know, you grew up around alcoholism, you were a teenage mother, how, how did you make this happen? So I think that would probably be, because I'm always interested in the backstory. Yeah. That's kind of how my mind works. <laughs> So that might be um, the question that okay. I would ask and why I would ask it. Well, super. And, and again, uh, going back to your story, 18-year-old, uh, uh, being a mother and uh, having children, 18 years of uh, uh, in the professional human resource uh, world and things are getting funky and not really wanting to <laughs> broke through. Uh, then you develop this new mantra, uh, done is better than perfect, and, 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 and here you are right now. So... Uh, thank you for uh, for sharing that. Let's say it's 150 years from now. Yep. Okay. All of the materials that you've done, your books that you've written, the talks that you've, you've done, your audio books that you've done, what legacy or imprint to the world would you leave behind? Mm. Legacy is an interesting concept. And I it's, it's a conversation that comes up a lot. But for me, legacy... Legacy, I don't think we fully know our legacy. I don't have a desire to craft a specific, I don't need my name on a library or to be, you know, I let my online course and my books and all of that, that's great. And my TED Talk, that's awesome. What I consider my legacy, I will never know my legacy. Um, my children will never know my legacy. The legacy is the quiet ways in which the ripple effect of the work that I do continues to culminate, um, to germinate in the world, right? So whether it's someone that's heard my talk or that I've taken time to spend with on the street and, you know, doing an act of kindness or someone that's read my book, it's, or a coaching client even, right? right? So if there's an impact on them, what is the ripple effect? How did it change the way they showed up at work or for their family? How did it, and then how did it impact each of those people? So it's that ripple effect. For me, that's a legacy. It's the ripple effect, the never ending effect of the impact that each of us has on the world. And every single person has an impact on the world. And it's whether we choose, is it going to be positive or negative? There is no such thing as neutral. Hmm. Interesting. You're either making a positive or negative impact. Interesting insight. You know, so what do you expect? from this podcast and it's going to be broadcasted on all different social medias and different platforms. What's one message that will take away when they listen to Lynette? 
What do you think? Yeah, I think the the one message is to cut yourself a break. You don't need to be perfect. You are like there's perfection and imperfection. That's what makes each of us unique. And whatever that big idea is that you're dreaming, give voice to it and just take one small step after another. Great. Super. So it's been a, a great pleasure having you on this X Factor to Success. So you've touched base many, many uh, pillars, uh, faith, family and friends, fitness, uh, finance, and, and, and fun. Um, what are some fun stuff that you do? That you do oh my to, gosh. to keep yourself yeah, so busy in, in Maine, five hundred and twenty-five <laughs> people there, but you have a, a vast land of uh, a beautiful land up in Maine. What do you do for fun? Yeah, and I'm a big advocate of fun and adventure and celebration. That's one of the things that I teach, and as far as stressing less and achieving more, is taking time for celebration. And so some of those fun things, like uh, later today, my husband and I are going for a motorcycle ride. We like to go ATVing. I love to walk on the beach and go beach combing. Um, I also, not on a regular basis, not a weekly basis, but one of the things that I do is I challenge myself to do things that scare me, like in a physical sense. So I've done things like, um, I, I don't say that I'm afraid of heights, but I'm not fond of heights. And so I've done things like going on a hot air balloon ride, um, completing an aerial obstacle course. You know, those are some adventure kind of fun things not everyday things but building on that and i've been around a racetrack at 160 miles an hour in the N passenger seat in nascar <laughs> in a nascar yeah uh, yeah, yeah. They're in at daytona international speedway actually so super duper i love it yeah i'm in the uh, automotive uh, industry and i've been in right. many different uh <laughs> vehicles in the high speed uh, circuits and it's a exhilarating it's definitely an experience that uh, if you have never done it before it really puts it to a different perspective when you're in high speeds right yeah it made me a little green around the gills to be honest <laughs> the first track around like like we took that first lap i'm like oh, oh my, God, my gosh make it for three laps yeah hold on <laughs> hold on so lynette i'm gonna ask you this uh, last uh, last few questions and then we're gonna wrap this up and again i Perfect. want to thank you any last comments and or inspiring encouragements you want to leave behind? And then give us also where can we connect with you? You have a website, you have other social media. So yeah, the encouragement is just it. I really want to speak specifically to that person. We've talked a couple of times about surrounding yourself with positive people and the five people that you spend your time with. And if you speaking directly to that person that feels like, like you just don't have that present in your life right now, I would just encourage you to make a choice today to reach out to new people, to expand your horizons. And it can feel scary, but if there's someone that you admire or there are people in your community that are doing things that you like, find ways to align yourself with them. How can you be of service to them? Don't show up and ask for something. How can you serve them and help them? Mm. And when you come from a place of service, how much possibility that does open up. So that's my encouragement is really to create that nucleus, to, to create an inner circle of people that get you, right? In the entrepreneurial world, not everybody gets what it means to be an entrepreneur. It's a different mindset. And so find people that get what you're doing, that are showing up, that are leading, that are are lights of positivity in the world and create that for yourself you deserve it beautiful you deserve it beautiful it reminds me of the quote by zig ziglar right 
You can have anything yeah. that you want in life if you just help enough other people to get what they want, right? Absolutely. Be a, be a service. And again, that, it brings also that uh, the faith and spiritual alignment to really uh, be of service and the, the skills that you have. So you've been a wonderful, super-duper guest, Lynette Portal, right? Thank Lynette. you. I, I love being here with you, and I look forward to connecting with uh, any of the listeners. People can – I'm not – super active on Facebook, but I do have a business page there that I always respond to messages. It's just uh, facebook.com backslash Lynette Pottle. And my website is lynettepottle.com. So people can reach me that way. And I'm even for your audience, yeah. because I, I know the quality of people oh, that tune in something's and listen. coming through I'm, Go ahead. <laughs> I, i'm gonna well i'm gonna share my personal email address because if something spoke to you in this interview today and there's a way in which i can support and serve you i'm open to having a conversation and you can reach me directly at lynette at lynettepottle.com beautiful well we're so grateful and uh been a pleasure having you on, on this X Factor Success Show. We broke over a thousand downloads, and uh, I hope that this uh, show will also continue on and gaining momentum. Again, we talked about compound effect, and uh, every every podcast becomes better and better. And you just definitely top the top right now. We'll bring oh, you congratulations on your success and following your dream and taking action on that. So yeah. excited for you! Thank you, Lynette. I, uh, on behalf of the X Factors to success. We bid you a continued success and much, much blessings for this coming week, this coming month, and this coming year. And I know the breakthrough goal. And then uh, we're going to see some news on TEDx, <laughs> right? Okay. Sure thing. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you've been listening to the sounds uh, of Lynette Portal. And this time I said it right, right? <laughs> and uh, the X Factors to success. Again, the five key pillars, faith, family, and friends, fitness, finance, and fun. We touch base on many of those uh, pillars there, and hopefully that you got something out of it today with Lynette. She definitely uh, has a great story, and I continue to, to share her story with, with, with a community and a world. And uh, we'll hope to have Lynette once again in the near future, after the, maybe the TEDx announcement on the show again. Lynette, what do you think? Uh, absolutely. I'm, I am up for it. Okay. So, once again, the G-Man always says, live with purpose, passion, and make a difference. Have a wonderful, wonderful, successful day. Ciao.